Hey yo, this is Basketball with the Boys. I am Big Rut. I'm G Money. And we are together again. <laughs> Finally recording from the same spot. Never done before. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, first time, 12th episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, G Money, we uh we got a uh couple uh, one question we got to answer today. Um and we got a a pretty interesting topic to go over. Um, so do you want to, you want to start off by, uh, just going over this question one of our listeners had here? Yeah. So one of our listeners asked us about the recent Raptors versus Celtics game. And he asked, despite the Raptors having a better record and losing the past game, what do we expect to see come playoff time yep. between Celtics and Raptors? If they end up playing each other, which hopefully they do. Which, yeah, seems like they will. Um, yeah, so he was just wondering, you know, our opinion and everything, and we, we kind of gathered some stats from that game and, and just decided, you know, what what we predict is going to happen uh, if they do come to the playoffs. So, um, you know, that game, I was actually watching that game that night. Great game, obviously. Um, Celtics came out, you know, on top there. And, um, you know, even though the Celtics do have a worse record, um, it didn't it didn't really show that game. Um, gee, what, what were some of the stats here that, uh, that came from that game? So I'll talk about the matchups I thought were pretty equal first, and then we'll go with people that are yeah. like off and on. Yeah. So Horford versus Serge Ibaka. Horford had 24 points and seven rebounds. Serge had 22 points and 10 rebounds. Pretty Basically even. the yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. Then you had Tatum versus Green. Tatum had 16 points, 10 rebounds, and Green had 15 points, 6 rebounds. Four more boards. Yeah. That's, that's a difference maker, but... It's still pretty close. Yeah, still pretty close, for sure. So then it starts getting a little less exact. So at the point guard position, Kyrie versus Lowry. Kyrie had 27 points and 18 assists, <laughs> which is crazy number of assists. <laughs> What I wanted to point out was that Kyrie also had seven turnovers. So he was averaging about two and a half assists per turnover. Whereas Lowry had ten points and seven assists, but only one turnover. Yeah. So I don't know which way you want to look at it. Kyrie or Lowry definitely had less points. Yeah, for sure. And he obviously wasn't making as big of a difference in terms of assisting, but then he also wasn't turning the ball over as much. So what do you think is better in that scenario? More assists with more turnovers or less assists but less turnovers? Depends on I, I would say it depends on how many points you're you're scoring there. And with Lowry only having ten from that position, I think obviously they lost the game because of the points, not you know, they didn't they just didn't have more points than the Celtics. But with only having one turnover compared to, you know, Kyrie's seven, um, I think I think Kyrie had the edge here just because of, you know, how many points he had. Um, but 18 assists, you know, that's that's double what Lowry had. And I know the turnovers were a big thing. But I don't think we looked into how many tur- turnovers the rest of the team had because if they had, you know, barely mm, any, yeah. you know, that he might have made up for the entire team. And, you know, the Raptors might have had seven turnovers for a team. So they might have been even there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Kyrie, you know, obviously had a – had the better night, and I think the assists kind of edged out those turnovers uh, just a little bit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree with you. So another thing that we wanted to note was uh, Kawhi Leonard dropped 33 points, was the game high scorer. Mm-hmm. And that really contributed to the game being as close as it was. Yeah. Because no. the Raptors bench did not do very well. No. <laughs> no. And the big deciding factor in this game was that the Celtics bench was so much better than mm-hmm. the Raptors bench. Oh, for sure. The yeah. Celtics bench outscored, out-rebounded, and out-assisted the Raptors bench. You're going to win that game probably nine, nine times out of ten, too. If you if you do all that. Exactly. Yeah. So Turnovers don't even matter. Right. If your bench is coming off strong like that, you know, Gordon Hayward had double-digit points. Yeah. Other guys had close to ten points where the Raptors bench barely made double digits. Yeah. Then... The Celtics are going to win every time because your stars are going to get tired. Yeah, exactly. You need people to step up. Right. And that's what the Celtics... I, I think Celtics have a, a well-rounded team to do that. Um, if they stay healthy going into the into um, playoffs, I think um, that's going to be the deciding factor for sure. I would agree. How many games would you say this matchup goes to? Uh, if it's the... Eastern Conference Finals. Um, Yeah, I mean, depending on how they're seated, I don't know. I would say it goes no more than, no more than six games. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think if Kawhi's consistent enough, it'll go to six. If he's not consistent in the first two or three games, it's only going to go to four or five. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. What do you think? Yeah, I would agree. I would say probably six or seven. Depending on, like you said, how the teams mm-hmm. are playing every night. If mm-hmm. Lowry puts up, you know, 10 more points, yeah. that's a whole different ball. Game. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's definitely more than capable of doing so. Yeah. So I think it just depends on the night. But I think this is a great matchup. Yeah, for sure. And I definitely look forward to seeing it. I hope it to see it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who else. I mean, the Bucks are here coming up. You know, the 76ers are coming up. Mm-hmm. That's those. It's going to be interesting watching the East. Yeah. But... Yeah, that was a great question, you know, by one of our listeners. Um, you know, we look forward to uh, to answering more of those questions uh, in the future. Garrett, you want to talk about this opportunity we have, uh, you know, for some of our listeners to connect with us? Yeah, so we recently published a Facebook page where you can go and see all the history of our podcasts, and you can ask us questions if you don't want to do it over the Anchor app. So it's facebook.com backslash basketball with the boys, all one word, all lowercase. Yep. Or just search us on Facebook. Um, we'll have all of our podcasts up there too, so you can listen to them mm-hmm. on any of your uh, favorite streaming uh, devices or, or programs or whatever. And uh, we look forward to connecting with you guys even more. So Definitely. All right. Here let's, we go. Let's get into the dirt. Carmelo Anthony. boom or bust without a ring he's been in the news a lot lately Mm -hmm. and for good reason he he's in a sticky situation i don't know if this is the end of his career or not yeah i i kind of hate seeing like when great players at the end of their careers Mm -hmm. just start getting traded around a lot yeah yeah like I know Shaq got Shaq traded. I was, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, and it's kind of tough because you're like, man, if they just got comfortable in one yeah. place, like it's so yeah. hard to move to a new team yeah. and play well 
Yeah. Your first year there with new teammates, and then you got to move again. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's not. I think Dirk had it has it the best. Kobe and Dirk. Yeah, you know they didn't they didn't move around. Duncan. Yeah, Duncan. Yeah, exactly. They're, all those guys, they're they're enshrined in those teams. You mm-hmm. know, so yeah, just we wanted to talk about Melo. Um, you know, talk about his career. You know, he he he's much more than. Um, an NBA player. He he was a, an Olympic basketball player. He was a college player for Syracuse. Um, you know he, the the Hall of Fame. What what I was kind of focusing on with this discussion was, it's not the NBA Hall of Fame. It's the Basketball Hall of Fame. So mm-hmm. you know you got you got everything from your your career starting in college, up through you know NBA and the Olympics. So, I think Melo definitely needs all of that that data and those statistics to help him you know prove his point that he should be in the hall of fame but there's no there's no question he's going to be in the hall of fame yeah he, he's an all-around player and we'll talk about that but um gee why don't you get started you know some of your points that that you think uh you know why he he deserves to be in the hall of fame okay uh a lot of the points that i'm gonna make came from his career as a uh nick okay and yeah. as like a couple other little things yeah but so far over his whole career, he's been averaging 24 points, six rebounds, and three assists, mm-hmm. which is great numbers, yeah, great scoring. for sure. Yeah. And it's always tough because if you only take the average points, like disregarding the last like three to five seasons, yeah. that's even higher. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Melo is definitely an elite scorer. He set the Knicks... Franchise record for most points in a game at 62 points mm-hmm. in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And two guys have come close to that. We just witnessed just one the Harden, other night. Yeah. <laughs> James Harden and Kobe Bryant each had 61. Yep. But At Madison Square Garden, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Melo still holds it. He's the only player to ever score over 50 points with no points in the paint. 50-plus points. Yeah. No yeah. points in the paint. He's also the only player to score that many points, 62 points with no turnovers and he's the second player to score at least 62 with no assists <laughs> now i'll give you one guess about who the other player is is it kobe it's kobe it's kobe yeah, yeah. <laughs> i thought so stereotypical yeah no assist don't pass <laughs> it's his ball <laughs> right we're just here to watch so that's awesome yeah huh. so i thought that was a funny fact yeah that's crazy all those all those facts about you know his his scoring they're just so specific and like he was he's known as being a scorer Mm -hmm. but he hasn't been on a team where he's had that support to win games to get to the further rounds of the playoffs you know get to a championship Mm -hmm. anything like that he just doesn't he's he's never been on a team like that right and it, it really not not hinders you know his legacy but it sure doesn't help for him to, you know, he he's not helping a team get to a championship. Right. Um, yeah. Well, I see here that you wrote down that he led the Nuggets to the playoffs every year from 2004 to 2010. Yeah, he did. And I'm sure that's frustrating. Right. Leading yeah, them not, so much, but not getting any not further. Not getting any further, yeah. And I think it's just, you can't do it all by yourself. No. I mean, yeah. unless you're like LeBron. Yeah. But LeBron also had Kyrie... Hey, mm-hmm. Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even think Melo had any of those kind of guys on his team. No, no, I don't think Melo really had you know a, an all star lineup behind him. 
Um, I think it was impressive that, you know, he, he did lead the Nuggets to, to the playoffs all those years. Um, but I think I read that he only made it to the second round maybe twice or something like that. Yeah. And and that's not, you know, that's not getting the job done. Mm-hmm. And it kind of it kind of looks worse because you're losing at so the early. most important time. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know. I wanted to add here too. Um some they've been asking uh some of the players in the NBA and some that have played, you know, what what they think about Melo and his legacy, his career and everything. Um Allen Iver said, I, Iverson said this week, um, he said, with all due respect, he can only make your team better. What do you think about that? What, how, how would you, how would you phrase that? I mean, that, would he make your team better? Because he went to the Rockets and didn't do too much. Mm-hmm. He, he only played 10 games. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know what, how you can make a point that he makes your team better. If he can't win on a, team that he doesn't have any all-stars behind him but he can't make a team better when he has all-stars behind him either right you know what i mean yeah i don't know if i necessarily agree with that point maybe at a different point in his career yeah but at this point he's kind of winding down Mm -hmm. he's not hitting all the shots he used to he can't get up and down the floor like he used to he doesn't start very much at all no he doesn't so i think maybe he can help your team from like a veteran mm-hmm. showing the younger players different oh, tips yeah. and tricks. Yeah. Um, I think he can still knock down, give you double-digit points coming yeah. off the bench. Oh, yeah. And that's always a plus. You know, you yeah. get 12 points from somebody or 13 points. But say let's take him when he was averaging 25 points a game, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. six, seven years ago, eight yeah. years ago. And you put him with another all-star. Yeah. Like a a big man or another shooting guard or something mm-hmm. like that. So you put him with Dirk. Okay. That is a power combo. Oh yeah. You have Dirk scoring inside. Mm-hmm. You have Melo scoring on the outside. You know that that's a whole other team. Yeah. Yeah. That would make that team better. Yeah. Now, I don't think so. No, I don't think he has that chance, and I don't think anyone really wants to take the chance to work with him on that. You yeah. know, they had at and then. When he was with the Knicks, he had Porzingis, but Porzingis was just starting out. He was still super young. Right. And he didn't have too much experience, you know, helping a team into the playoffs and, you know, making it pretty far. Um, so I think, you know, if he was around, I, I don't know. They they were saying this week, too, like, what, what if you put Melo on the Lakers and you put him with Rondo, you put him with LeBron, you put him with Kuzma, you put him with all those guys, how – how would he make that team better? I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't I just, think he would. Yeah. I think he'd get in the way. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I think if he, like say he goes to the Lakers. Yeah. They need to keep him for like right. three more years. Yeah. And then after Build three years, if they keep that same team, yeah. those young guys will have matured. Oh, yeah. Melo's sure. coming off the bench scoring eight yeah. to 10, 12 points. Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron's still doing Probably yeah, he's probably good. <laughs> averaging twenty plus. Yeah, balls yeah. doing better. Yeah, Kuzma's better. Yeah. Ingram, that's a, a powerhouse. That's team. a power lineup. Yeah, but you can't expect Melo to come in and start start dropping right. all these points and rebounds and right. stuff. Like I thought he did okay on OKC. Oh yeah, yeah, I thought he did too. Paul George, Westbrook, yeah, and him. I thought that was a pretty good trio, but I mean they're all guards. I think I think it's a, I, I agree with that, and I think 
the the way that an organization runs with their star player affects how Melo has has performed because mm-hmm. he was a star player on the Knicks, he was a star player on the Nuggets. You know, they ran with him on that and he had an opportunity to lead, you know, his younger guys that maybe weren't as good as they probably should have been. And since he didn't have those leadership qualities, then he goes to OKC and he's with Westbrook and they bring Paul George the same year. And, you know, they're focusing on, you know, Westbrook being their star player. He just came off two MVP seasons and they bring him in. Mm -hmm. And then Paul George comes in and, you know, he had a great season um, you know, prior at the Pacers. And, and so they were more focused on that. I don't think they were focused on Melo. Yeah. Then you go to the Rockets and they're so focused on bringing Chris Paul and then James Harden. Mm-hmm. James Harden is, is having a freaking record-setting season. It's amazing. And, um, you know, I feel like Melo was just pushed to the side because he hasn't, he, his resume doesn't show, yeah. you know, that he's got, he, he's worthy of a ring because, mm-hmm. He's been in the league as long as LeBron. He's been in the league as long as Dwayne Wade. And they both have three championships already before him. So, Yeah, well, it's hard because I think he was the all-star, like you said, on his previous two teams. Uh Paul George was the all-star to his respective team. Oh, yeah, for sure. They try to mix them with Westbrook, Mm -hmm. who's an all-star. Like, I don't know if their egos get in the way, Mm -hmm. but it wouldn't surprise me if it did. Doesn't match, yeah. Yeah, they're all too big yeah. to play together yeah. you need guys that know their role mm-hmm. and that will be willing to help out their right. teammates right same thing with the rockets james harden mm. that's his team yeah then you bring in chris paul who is leading the clippers mm-hmm. now you try and bring in mellow it's yeah. just too yeah. much yeah it's too much so i think that's why the recipes aren't working out mm. well yeah no i agree now what i want to mention because we're 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 getting so down on Melo and his NBA career right now. Yeah. He had a you know a phenomenal uh, time at Syracuse. You know he he uh, you know won a national championship with them. Um, he went to the Olympics. You know uh, three years or three times I should say or maybe it was four times. I don't I'm not too sure. But um, you know he was the captain in in 2012. Um, you know in a game against Nigeria. He had 37 points in 14 minutes. That's a, that's like T-Mac, the style kind of, you know, Play, just, yeah. just, you know, being aggressive and just playing, you know, as, as hard as you can with the team that you got. And that's a team of all-stars, obviously. Right. But, you know, putting 37 points up in 14 minutes, that's impressive. And that's that's 2012 Melo. Um, you know, that that's something we'll probably never see again from him. Um, but I think the way that he led the Olympics team and, and, you know, got gold and all that, that year. Um, that's, that's, you know, hall of fame worthy, Mm -hmm. um, playing at Syracuse really, you know, he's, he's strong. He, He was strong at Syracuse. Um, and then we had a note here. He was one of, uh, six players to record, um, you know, 24,000 points, 6,000 rebounds, 2,500 assists, 1,000 steals, and 1,003 point field goals. All time. All time, yeah. You know, sixth player all time to do that. So <laughs> He's in good company. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good company. A, like we said, great scorer, good leader. And even though his career isn't like top notch right now, mm-hmm. definitely a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. For sure. His stats show it. Yeah. Just by that, that, 
statistic right there it, it shows you know it, he's he's in good company and you know he's he's proven his his self-worth and he's proven himself as a player but I you know he's not he's not an NBA champion and he said that doesn't define him he said if I can you know get those those three gold medals at the Olympics and uh you know national championship at Syracuse and not win a championship an NBA championship he said he'd be happy yeah so if you're satisfied with that all the power to you I I'd be satisfied. I'd be super satisfied. Any one of those, I'd be. Yeah, I'd be satisfied to play in the NBA. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, for sure. I think we're on the same page here. Melo, you know, without a ring, with a ring, still one of the best players, um, you know, of all time, and and definitely deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. So. Yeah, I agree. Cool. All right, man. Well, I believe uh, that's all we had to uh, discuss today. Mm -hmm. Um, Next week. We will uh, get back on the grind, and uh, any questions you guys might have you want us to answer, um, shoot them over to our uh, Facebook page or send them in a, in a voice message here on Anchor. Um, but we, uh, we look forward to uh, next episode next week. Good talking with you, Rhett. You too, man. Peace. Peace. Peace.